0: Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker.
1: Hey, good morning. Happy New Year! I hope you got to celebrate it right. Uh, this is 2019. And it's a brand new year, brand new day, brand new you, brand new me. So I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm glad that you've tuned in and that we can start this year together. Uh, You know, every year we start doing uh, uh, resolutions with first of the ball drops and suddenly we're going to change everything in our lives, everything in our world. Uh, We want to be better. We tell ourselves I'm gonna do something different I'm going to do more traveling I'm gonna see more friends I'm gonna I'm gonna do something better for me uh, and as the years go by or as the time passes by that thing that we wished or we talked about the first day in January um, seems to get pushed back as we get more back into our own lives and get comfortable and you know what that is that's nothing but a Landing in our comfort zone. Because, you know, for a whole year we were doing this other thing. This thing that we now say we want to change. And so now we've got a new year. We think we're going to just flip that off and start something new again. Well, we can. But also keep in mind that slipping into your comfort zone or back to where you're comfortable, even if it was uncomfortable being there is natural, it's is normal, it's something that happens. It doesn't mean you're going to fail or you're not going to accomplish your resolutions as long as you take action or as long as you do something to change it. So I was thinking about resolutions this morning. And oh, by the way, programming note, uh, this was going to be a, um, a session on taking care of you. And I had a guest who was going to come and late last night, uh, my um, guest, Dr. Iglesias, called me, and unfortunately, is uh, not going to be able to do uh, to attend today. So we're going to do something a little different. But she's going to come back uh, at a later date, we're going to have a, a conversation about holistic health care. But today, uh, I want to get just want to throw that in uh, as it relates to resolutions. I mean, how many of you out there still do resolutions? By the way. Um, can I have a show of hands? I can see you. I can see you. If I close my eyes, I can see the hands going up. Uh, yeah, still see a lot of folks still do resolutions, right? What do you promise yourself to do differently? What have you said, you know, in 2019, I'm going to what? What is that thing? And did you write it down? Or have you written it down? Yeah, or is it just in your head? You know, research shows that 60% of us make resolutions. How many do you think actually achieve them? What? 30%? 20%? Research says only 8% actually successfully achieve the resolutions they make. We're going to talk about maybe why that happens. But what are some of the resolutions that awake? I went out and I thought, what are the top 10 resolutions? Because this is not like, you know, it's 2019. It's the first time that we're doing this. So I, I started thinking, what exactly are we doing in terms of resolutions? What is it that makes us, what kind of resolutions do we promise ourselves? What kind of resolutions do we Do we say we're going to accomplish, do we say we're going to do, and yet we don't get to. So the the top 10 resolutions that I found, uh, dieting or eating healthier. And I found that around 71% in the searches that I found we do that. Exercise more. uh, Lose weight. uh, spend Spend more time with family. Save more, spend less. That's a good one. Learn a new skill or hobby. Quit smoking. Please, everyone who's smoking, please quit smoking. You're killing yourselves. Read more. Find another job. Find another job. Drink less alcohol. And spend more time uh, with family and friends. Uh, so those were the, the top 10 resolutions that I that I found as I went out looking and thinking about this particular topic. And I wonder how many of you have those same things on your list. I know as I began thinking about what do I want to change? What do I want to do different about myself this year? Uh, and one of the things that I identified was I want to be healthier. I want to be a healthier me and so I'm gonna this is my year of focusing on me in 2019 because as a, I, I am a, a parent so I, I still tend to even my daughter is an adult I still tend to spend a lot of time thinking about and care about well is she okay what uh, things can I do to help her and sometimes that negates those things that I want to do for me. So this year, uh, sorry Kelly, this year is the year for me. And so that's one of the things I'm gonna do. And being Getting healthy is one of those things. And that's not to say that I'm not healthy now, but that's only to say that uh, I want to be better than I am. And I want to be my best physically, mentally, socially, uh, spiritually, And I'm going to work on those things uh, As we go through the year And I'll be talking about those things As we go through uh, This journey together And maybe you can send me some things To help me out And I'll talk to you about those things That may also be able to help you out So um, Diet and exercise Diet and eat healthier Yeah, I eat pretty healthy anyway though I I pretty much uh, Focus on the Mediterranean Style of eating And as uh, uh, that is probably one of the most popular, if not the uh, most popular uh, lifestyle changes or eating change plans uh, that you can do. Uh, And uh, I did, I have begun to notice now, I don't think I really noticed this a whole lot. Um, But in going out and eating out, how big the portion sizes are. Um, And how much because it's on our plate we try to eat all of it. Uh, and so what I tend to do is when I order, I'll take half of it at least and put it in a to-go box. I always ask the waitress to bring a to-go box with, her, with me, uh, with the meal. And I put half of it into a container, push it out of the way and I'll eat uh, the rest of it if there's anything left or if I want to take something else well, I, I'll do that so diet, eating healthier that's one thing exercising more uh, is one of the things that was on the list and that's one of my goals is to do that um, not focus on losing weight but focus on exercising getting healthy uh, it's a different mental process when you do that uh, the weight will come but it's a matter of getting healthy, it's a matter of changing your habits, changing the way you live, changing the way you think, uh, changing your attitude, changing your behaviors in order to be successful uh, along those lines. So what I want to shift into is really talking about, or start talking about self-care. And self-care is meaning taking care of yourself so that you can live your best life. Whatever that means to you. There's no one way to do it. You know, it all has to fit into your lifestyle and, and what your goals are, your life goals, and what you want to accomplish. So I don't want you to think that that you're going to go out and find this magic bullet that's going to change everything Uh, That there's only, you know, one way of doing it or or one path you have to go. There's not. Um, Self-care is an individual, personal process. But it's something that you need to think about. We spend so much time hustling and bustling and got to go to work. You got to take the kids to soccer. You got to read this. You got to, you know, fix dinner. You've got to, you know. Da, da 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 da. I got a syndrome, you know, all the time. And maybe you don't gotta do something for somebody else or others. We spend a lot of time in that world where we think we have to do a lot for other people. And sometimes you have to take time for you. Make this the year that you do that. Do one thing that's going to be different that out of the norm that is just for and just about you. That's okay, I know that sounds selfish and maybe there's a little, but you know what? If you are not selfish for yourself, then who will be? If you don't take care of yourself, who will? I don't know, maybe I'm talking to you and maybe you have butlers and maids and uh, personal trainers who can come over and uh, help you work out. Or, you know, maybe there's some new, maybe there's a device you've got in your house where, you know, you don't have to do anything. It does it for you. I don't have any of those things. I've got to take care of me. Because in the end, the better I take care of myself the better I am going to be able to do all the other things in my life that I want to do. Think about that. How many of you have ever tried to take care of somebody else when you were sick? And I know you put your whole effort into it, but how did that make you feel? okay let's talk about that when we come back from break i'll see you on the other side
2: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at one 346 9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show
1: hi you're back Hey, listen, when, when we left, we were talking about, I was talking about self-care. And one of the things I asked you was, have you ever tried to take care of somebody else when you weren't feeling well? And to think about it, consider how well did you feel doing it? And even though you tried your best, maybe if you felt a little better, you could have done, a little, did, done it a little differently or, maybe even done it a little better or felt a little better about doing it. I just want you to be the best you can possibly be. And for myself, I want to be that too. Uh, When I talked to my trainer, I I joined a gym um, right before New Year's. And um, I had always... Um, I'm always talking to my daughter about, come on, exercise with me. Come on, work out with me. And she never had time or she was too tired or she couldn't do this or she couldn't do that. And I, I you know, kept asking her to do that because she you know, has expressed to me wanting to do that. And so uh, one day I'm at work and, and my daughter uh, sends me a text message that says, Mom, when you get off work, we're going to go to the gym, and we're going to join the gym, and we're going to work out together. And I got to tell you, I looked at my message, and I thought, oh, shoot. Now, I can't write her back and say, you know, I am tired. I don't feel like doing this today. Let's do it another day for two reasons, for a couple of reasons. One, I don't want to discourage her because I've been looking forward to her doing this for a while. In fact, I've kept encouraging her. To do this for for a while, and two. Now, how would I look after I keep I've been pushing her to come on, let's go. Now suddenly I'm like, eh, no, I don't think so. Let's do it later. Uh, Miss procrastination. No, 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 no. Didn't want to do that. So, I sucked it up, and uh, I drove home. Or and picked her up, and we went to the gym, joined a gym. Great gym. What I loved about this particular gym, it also has a steam room, and I love the steam room. It's got a spa and a steam room in it. Um, and and so, for me, it was a win because she was happy. She was feeling healthy enough. She wanted to take control of her life and make herself healthier and get in better shape. And I was there to support that. And by supporting that as well, I'm supporting myself. Because one of the things that I want to do, whether she does it or not, is get healthier and to move more. And I will be doing that at the gym. Uh, There's a trainer there, a young lady named Natasha, uh, who is absolutely adorable. And she has so much energy and so much enthusiasm. You know, can really tell when people love their jobs. And she is one of those people who really, really just loves her jobs, is enthusiastic about uh, getting healthy and working out. And so it's it's a joy to work out with her and to meet with her and to talk with her. Um, But I say that uh, to say that... uh, one of your big, one of my joys is watching my daughter grow up, become an adult, take care of herself, and move and do her goals. So when she wanted to do this thing, I couldn't say no. I couldn't. I just could not uh, tell her. Oh, you know, Mom's tired. I don't want to do it right now. But uh, we joined, We've joined the gym, and we're starting to work out. And, you know, you get those endorphins kicking in and you start to feel better. I don't know about you, but come the end of the year uh, and maybe it's because of all the reflection that you're doing and, you know, people are talking about the way things used to be. You know, sometimes it, it feels a little sad or depressing and uh you want to move out of that depression so you in order to do that you know you gotta step into new things uh you gotta do something different you gotta set a goal for yourself and then act on that goal um, we talk about setting goals a lot and i hear people say that oh yeah i got a goal my goal this year is to do this and my goal this year is to do that and the question for me is always well what action are you taking to do it And usually when I ask people that question, you know, I get this kind of deer in the headlights look because they haven't really thought about what are the actions that I'm actually going to take to accomplish those things, you know. And then I hear and then my next question is usually, when are you going to start doing it? Because I know, you know, this is something you said you want to do and you've been thinking about doing it. But when does that thinking about become an actionable effort? When does that behavior change? And one of the things I would tell my coaching clients is when we talked about how we're gonna change behavior, So when are you gonna start this? And they said, well, next week, you know, how about now? How about once we hang up from the phone call? How about after we, once we've met the session, once we've lo- walked out the door? What is one thing you're going to do that will move you closer to your goal? What is that? I I ask you. So after you're listening to me, or while you're listening to me, is there anything that you can actually do? Is there an action you can actually take that will move you closer to? accomplishing one of your resolutions or one of your goals that you're trying to make. Hmm. I'll bet there is. And I bet if you put a quick thought to it, you can think about and identify what that is. And then once you've identified it, just do it. Just do it. Now if if you're in a if you're in a car it's going to be difficult maybe to do something. But once you get out of the car, maybe you park a little further away from the building if one of your resolutions is to move for or to uh, get more exercise in, the, in that vein. Maybe you don't buy that cappuccino or that macchiato Maybe you get just a plain coffee, decaf, blonde roast, and maybe instead of sugar, you use uh, something else to sweeten it? Or drink it black? Or maybe you just, how about some water? How about drinking some water? So you can flush your system out. You know, I'm just thinking. What are some of the things you can actually do that will start you on your path to getting healthier? What are those things? What I don't want you to do is to get overwhelmed by making a lot of resolutions. So, you know, I had a friend who once had 20 resolutions, uh, and she had actually written them out. You know, single space. And I thought, that is a lot, a lot of resolutions. How are you going to do all that? And so by the end of the year, you know, as you reflect, you say, well, how many of those resolutions that you made in January have you accomplished by the end of the year? Maybe one or a half of one? So I don't want you to get overwhelmed by all the resolutions. What I would like you to do, though, is to ease into the change. So take your resolutions, take it one step at a time. You don't have to try and work on everything at once. You know, it's easy, very easy to become anxious as you're thinking about, oh, I said I was gonna do all these things. Oh, I want to accomplish all of this to the point where you get paralyzed by being so anxious in the analysis of the things that you've identified that you have to do. Because then what you do is you say, okay, I said I'm going to do all these things, but for work, I've got all this. And for my family, I've got all this. And for the community center, I've got all this. And then you look at it and you think, gosh, how am I ever going to do those things I want to do for myself? Pick one or two or maybe three that you want to accomplish for this year for yourself. And it's okay if you just pick one thing that you want to do for yourself this year. Because what you want to do is create sustainable change. You know, so you want to take small actions that will move you toward that. And if you've got one thing that you're focusing on for yourself, I will bet you'll be able to do that and find ways to take actions every day toward accomplishing your particular goal that you're working on. In one of our our shows we talked about, I talked about change and thinking about it in terms of a block of cheese and and using the analogy of looking at Swiss cheese or holes pump poked in it. Well, take that block of cheese with your resolutions, with your resolutions and your actions, and punch holes in it. That means you're taking small steps, small actions, every day toward accomplishing that goal. And before you know it, that cheese will start looking like, a block of cheese will start looking like Swiss cheese. And before you know it, it'll be gone. And you would have accomplished that thing that you wanted to do. It is not uh, something that can't be done. So I want you to actually consider one thing You want to do for yourself this year. It's not selfish. Yeah, I know you've got family. I know you've got work. I know the boss wants everything. But you have to make you happy. Remember we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And as you're satisfying each one of those needs. Another one pops up. I want you to start working toward feeling that self-actualization for yourself and taking care of you and considering what is one thing that you can do for yourself. Even if it's stopping and taking a deep breath for yourself, Just taking a minute, closing your eyes, and breathe in deeply, slowly, and then breathe out, and then breathe in again, and breathe out, and do that for me one more time, breathe in, and breathe out, and just be still. We're gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica.
0: It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Kleagle. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program, where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose, live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
2: We all have the inner ability to use the gifts within ourselves to serve ourselves, our families, loved ones, and our communities. Once you have discovered these gifts and talents, you can promote harmony, peace, and hope. To find out how to harness your own gifts and talents, tune in to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with host Felicia A. Hill, live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and share with others.
0: tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show
1: thanks for coming back uh, when we left, I asked you to just be still. You know, there's something in the stillness that can help you get recentered and to help clear your mind to start your day. Or when you're in the middle of a very hectic day and sometimes you feel like, I just need a second. Find that spot, find that place, and just be still and be quiet. Turn off the radio you know, close the door, you know. Sometimes the safest place or the best place you can go and just be still is the bathroom. It's one of the places that a lot of people won't disturb you unless they're under five years old and then they don't know the difference. But just being still or being quiet Gives you a minute to clear your mind, clear your head, recenter yourself, so you can take that breath and just get back into it. It makes it; it does make a difference. So try being still. Try being. Try doing some meditation as well. But let's start your day off right. Um, one of the things you guys also suggest, if possible, is to wake up fifteen or thirty minutes before the alarm. I try to do this every day, and just get some quiet time, some think time, so I can focus and center on me. I may do stretches. Um, I may do. I may just lay there and and think. Uh, I may do some meditation, uh, but just that 15 or 30 minutes. Before you have to get up and start the the hustle bustle of the day, uh, for me makes a big difference, Uh, and it might for you as well. So I would I would try and do that. I also try to to eat something. Doesn't have to be a lot. Doesn't have to be a major breakfast. Uh, Sometimes it's just a banana or an apple or some grapes, Uh, or uh, maybe it's some um, orange juice. I always water i always do get up and drink uh at least maybe 20 ounces of water when i wake up because with the uh deep breaths you know breathing in deeply you're oxygenating your brain uh, the water also helps to refresh and uh, lubricate uh, your brain and your cells and uh, it just get started but for me Eating something first thing in the morning, and I this didn't always be true. Just I didn't pay attention to it, but I have noticed that it does make a difference. Eating something, whether it's fruit yogurt or toast or nuts or, or uh, or something else, uh, helps carry me through to lunch, and so I don't find myself snacking uh, as much throughout the day as as I used to, and then it's that kind of mindless snacking that you know, oh, something's there, i just pick it up and, and throw it in my mouth and, and eat it. Um, so, eat something and also helps in into maybe sometimes a little protein also will help as well getting you going. And, and then affirmations is another thing that I find uh, helps you get into a better headspace around yourself. So, what I'm saying is be your own cheerleader you know Uh, you be the one who looks yourself in the mirror looking yourself in the eye looking at you from head to toe and instead of finding every little negative thing that you can find talk to yourself about the positive things that you see talk to yourself about how smart you are about how uh, inquisitive you're going to be today or how you're going to win, how you're going to go into that meeting and how well prepared you are and that you're ready to answer any questions. You're ready to deal with any objections. Right? You are going to have a fabulous day today and that no one is going to put that down. You know, you are going to have a great day. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, maybe it's snowy. But, you're going to have a great day anyway, because you are confident in yourself, you are a capable person, you're able to do it, you can do it, and you want to have a wonderful day. So, you're going to be positive about it, even if it's snowing. You can build snowmen, you know. Or maybe it's snowing and you can't go to work because there's too much snow. That's great. So maybe you have another great day. You know, for me, it used to be the snow. I used to live in in an area where it snowed quite a bit. Uh, And uh, I always hated to drive in the snow. But my thing I looked forward to was making it through the snow so I could get home or making it through the snow, so I could get to work so I safely, so I could park my car, get to work. Because I knew once I got to my goal, my destination, I was going to have a great day. It was going to be fantastic. Everything I did was going to be great. And if it didn't, then I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to figure out what I need to do better next time. So it's all about attitude. You want to love yourself, tell yourself you love yourself, you know, be kinder to yourself. You know, stop focusing on every negative little thing you do. Don't call yourself stupid. Don't think that the mistake that you made is is gonna you know be the end of everything. It's not. There's always something else, you know. Nurture and nourish your soul. Erase, start erasing those negative tapes that you have playing in your head. Those tapes that tell you that maybe you're not as smart as somebody else. Stop comparing yourself to somebody else. Who cares if somebody is smarter than you? Nobody cares about that. Why should you? You need to be focused on you. What you're good at. What you may want to get better at. You know, focus on those things that you bring into the picture. Don't worry about what somebody else is thinking about you. You know, I hear so much about that so as you watch. You watch a lot of TV or sometimes in the emails or Instagrams, or on Twitter. There's all this negative trolling that's going on. And why? You know, I know some folks say, well, I read it because it's fun. Yeah, but that stuff gets into your head. And what's the purpose? Why do you need to do that? You don't. Unplug, you know. Detach yourself from all your your phones and emails, you know, just for a little while. Detach yourself from all those gadgets and technology and just unplug for a minute. You know, it makes a difference you will feel better you'll get a different perspective on things you know spend some time in nature is another thing um, when we talk about self-care that you can definitely see yourself doing you know maybe it's easy to go outside and listen to birds um uh, singing it's always a sweet sound to me to hear birds chirping uh in the mist or if you live on a farm to hear the chickens clucking on the hogs hogging I don't know what the sound is that they make um, or the cows mooing you know listening to nature listen to the bees buzz or you know if you're really good you know watching or looking how the earth just grows and blossoms through all those brown things that were on top of them. They fight through the muck and what comes out of all that is beautiful flower or plant or life. From out of all the brown or the grays that happen underneath that brewing is life waiting to push itself out And I'm saying that to say, as you walk in nature, you're getting connected and you can think about the fact that under all that stuff, all that negative energy, all that crap that you're listening to, that you've been reading, that you're hearing, all those stresses that the day puts on you, let the beauty push itself out. You you ever look at somebody and wonder why are they smiling? Let that somebody be you. Let people wonder, I wonder why she's so happy. I wonder why he's got that smile on his face. Let them say that about you. Feel the warmth of that positive energy pushing through all the crap of the day. And be open to it. You know, maybe if you can, you know, sit out and have lunch or have a snack. Or maybe take a walk around the building, a short walk uh, if you're at work. uh, Or go up on the top of the roof if you can get up there and, you know, just get some fresh air. You know, just take a few breaths. You know, maybe you can't stay out there a long time, but you have five minutes and breathe the fresh air you know looking at nature thinking taking a second and just thinking about the wonderfulness of the world that you live in you know open a window if you can't Open a window, and maybe it's cold. Put on your, just you know, grab a jacket, put stand out there in the brisk air for a minute. You don't have to be five minutes, for a brief minute. And then run back inside. Kind of wakes you up, you know, keeps you alert, you know. But spend some time in nature and enjoy it and focus and think about the boundless opportunities that are in front of you. Think about the boundless possibilities in your life. Focus less on what others are thinking about you and more on what your heart and your mind or your head tells you about you. Just stay true to yourself. Let go of all that toxic energy. Be true to you. We'll be right back.
2: If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hey, we're in our last segment, and we left by telling you to. You know, be true to yourself, and and I'd, I'd like you to do that, and by also saying yes to opportunities. It's really easy to say no, and I think about this as, as I uh, as I see babies all the time. And the first thing that they tend to say is no. They seem to learn the, learn the word no really quickly. In fact, sometimes I think they come out of the womb saying no, 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 and I want you to. Learn to say yes to yourself. Learn to say yes to opportunities. I think it was Sandra Rhymes who wrote a book called The Year of Saying Yes, and she outlines uh, what she did and how she made changes that actually changed her life. Um, so. Uh, uh, I suggest reading that book and getting it, and, and just giving you a, a different perspective on it. But saying yes can open up so many things for you, and and you'll be surprised um, that saying yes will also make it e- saying yes to you will also make it easier for you to say no to some things, and know that it's okay to say no. You know, say no to things that drain you. And I know you know what I'm talking about because you've been in those situations where somebody's asking you to do something and this is the thing that you have said, oh, I hate doing this. Oh, I hope she doesn't ask me to do that. Oh, I just can't do that. Oh, I don't have time. And as soon as somebody asks you, you say, okay, sure, I'll do it. And then you go back and you complain for the next how many ever weeks or days it takes you to do it. That you really didn't want to do it. But you did it anyway. Try saying no. Just say no. To those things that drain you. And say say, say no to those things that make you feel guilty. You know. Oh I only did this because. But I feel really guilty about it. Because I did, I did da 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 da. You know, just say no. You know. Saying no allows you. to to somebody else's yes allows you to focus on your yes. Okay? Just because it's somebody, some other thing or something that somebody else wants that make happen doesn't mean that it fits into what you want or what's going to make you happy or you successful. So make this a year of you saying yes to your opportunities but no to some things that don't fit. That don't work, and and you'll be surprised how saying yes to those things will open up so many more opportunities, and allowing yourself to say no will also move you closer to your path uh, of, of, of of making that goal. You want to renegotiate your time. You know, I, I hear I hear you out there saying, I don't have time. How? Who has time? Well, take control of your time. Set their boundaries. You know, say from 9 to 9.30, this is what I'm doing for myself. You know, or for these 10 minutes, I'm spending these 10 minutes here, me, on myself. And it doesn't matter whatever somebody's coming in, unless it's a life or death situation. You know, these 10 minutes are mine. Set those boundaries you know evaluate or start looking at how you're spending your time you know if you tell me you don't have enough time look at how you're spending it and see where you can carve out that 5 that 10 that 15 that 30 minutes that hour for yourself so that you can rejuvenate so that you can feel better, so that you can take a hot bubble bath or, and this is for men too, not just women, take a hot bubble bath, get a massage, listen to music, uh, eat what you want, uh, lunch away from your desk at the office, uh, laugh more, you know, let those endorphins kick in. Do you know how many endorphins really kick in when you're laughing? You know? Have lots of good, healthy sex. Uh, I don't know if you can do it in 10 minutes. Some people can do it in five, I think. But, um, you know, enjoy, love yourself. Be loved by others. Wear what you want. You know, but take some of that time for yourself to rejuvenate. Identify those things that give you joy and do more of them. Take action and identify strategies that are going to move you closer To taking time for yourself, and then just do it. You know, write down these are the things I'm going to do. These are what I'm going to do, and then just do it. Take action on it, okay? And forget about perfection. Don't worry about it being perfect. I've got to do this perfectly, or it won't happen. No, you do not. There is no such thing. You are not a perfect person. There is no perfect person. Everybody makes mistakes. You may backslide. You may go back into your comfort zone, but you can pull yourself out if that's what you really want to do. And I believe that that's what you want to do and you can do it. I found something called uh, on, the, on the internet called the Tiny Buddha. And they had some suggestions for self-care uh, for your mind. One of the things I thought was interesting was a compliments file where you write compliments that you hear about yourself or things that you want to uh, hear about your, that you want to say. And you write them down and keep a file of them so that if you're feeling kind of low, uh, you can look and see what people have said about you. Uh, do a little mini declutter. Uh, unplug. Uh, edit your social media. Get rid of, uh, the tiny Buddha says, get rid of negative uh, emails, negative people. Uh, block them for a certain time. Um, and for your body, uh, dance. Uh, move, stretch, uh, run, walk. Uh, make a small change to your, to your diet or to your, your lifestyle. Give yourself or your body a treat. Be still uh, and for yourself, help someone. Sometimes that makes you feel good. Check in with your emotions. How are you feeling? Uh, What will make you feel better? You know, pet a a dog or a cat or uh, hopefully your own. Get positive feedback. Make small connections with people. You know, have a self-date, you know, have a day with yourself you know ask for help and plan a two-day holiday next weekend just for you take some time take a small fall for yourself you know i am going to look at and revisit uh, as i said my resolution this year is to get healthy uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep your breast on that. I'm going to move more, laugh more, sing more, dance more, love more, and make more money focusing on those things that I love. So this is Carla. And from the inside out, I love you. Take care of you. I'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Cara D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.